This is the Maxlexia podcast. Here, it's all dyslexia all the time. A place to explore it in all its complex beauty, changing the way we and the world perceive the dyslexic mind. I'm Lori Catella, your host, and I'm ready to help guide you to see and celebrate your own dyslexic brilliance. Together, we will change the world. Welcome to the Maxlexia podcast and the AI Insights podcast, where we explore the world of artificial intelligence and the impact on society, technology, and business. From self-driving cars to virtual assistants, AI is transforming the way we live and work, and its potential for innovation and growth is enormous. But with great power comes great responsibility. And as AI continues to advance, we need to address this ethical, social, and economic implications of this technology. In this podcast, we will delve into the latest research, trends, and insights from experts in the field as we examine the opportunities and challenges of AI and explore how it can be used to solve some of the world's most pressing problems. So whether you're an AI enthusiast, a business leader, or simply curious about the future of technology, join us as we explore the cutting edge of AI and what it means for our world. Well, here we go. That introduction about a podcast on AI was written by AI. And I know I'm jumping on the bandwagon and I've been thinking about this for a while now to do a podcast about AI. And it's just absolutely explosive. I can't believe the speed at which this is moving. It really is the buzzword today on many many platforms. And I am completely overwhelmed by it. I'm completely intrigued by it. I find it fascinating. Like many people, I do find some of the aspects of it somewhat scary. I think it's moving at such a speed that we are really needing to up our game to keep up with it. And it's been very interesting because in my office, I really have been talking to a lot of my peeps about what they think about AI. And it's kind of interesting the way it's tracking. I would have to say that the younger students probably those in, I'd say, middle school to early high school years are really dismissing it pretty much. They don't seem to be interested by it. They seem to feel that it is a way of cheating. They see it as cheating. I think they feel that it's unfair if they're sitting at home writing an essay and they're working very hard on an essay and someone they know just pops out of the same essay out of out of an AI generated platform that somehow it's not fair to them because that person will get a better grade and has not even done any of the work. The older students are starting to see the benefits of it just in terms of a research tool, in terms of a way of gathering information in a very, very concise way. And um, I think that's important. The difference I would think is probably because I would guess that what's happening in schools right now is a bit like I'm saying, we don't even know where this is going. Where is it all going? This is moving at such a fast speed. We don't, we, we're, we're barely keeping up. I, I personally don't even know the scope of how big this is and what it actually has the capability of doing. So I think what's happening is the original way that people were using it just basically to create content to create um, an essay or to write an assignment for them 
I think probably teachers have caught on to that. I believe there are AI checkers now. And I think the teachers in school are probably somewhat approaching it in the same way they approach plagiarism. So they're probably giving the students a pretty severe talk about using it. And if they find out that it's been used for one of their assignments, that they will fail. That's what I think is leading to this feeling amongst the younger students anyway, that in some way this is a cheating tool. But honestly, it is unbelievable. I've been testing it out for a variety of different things and, and putting in questions and information. And it really, it's a bit mind blowing because I find myself saying, please, you know, and asking it a question. And when it answers me, I say, thank you. I'm wondering at what point, once this becomes a voice recognition that you're able to ask the AI something with voice, uh, how it's, we're just going to be interacting with it almost like, like, don't want to say another human, but we will certainly begin to interact with it in a very seamless way. And is that bad or good? I have no idea. I think the potential for this is incredible. I really do. There's a few things, of course, that are somewhat unnerving. I would say if I was a creator of content, uh, in terms of an artist, in terms of a musician, I know there's been recent things trending online of songs and collaborations of songs that are just completely AI generated. And so that is a bit, that is a bit concerning. I really think that with something this huge, we do need to keep up with it on an ethical implications and on the responsibility to use it and to create it in, in very positive ways. One of the interesting things I find with it is that it can take huge amounts of information and be able to bring it together in a very concise and very clear and simple way. What I've found since the pandemic in my own personal work is that I'm doing a lot of this myself in my office with students who are getting a lot of overwhelming volumes of information via technology and paper. And they really are having a tough time bringing this all together in some kind of clear summarized content. And a lot of what we do in my office now is to sort of clarify this and streamline it for, for students. And so I find in that way, AI is a lot better for students than something like just a search engine that's going to pop up a bunch of information and a bunch of websites that they need to sort of wade through and pull together for themselves. So I really think this is important. And this was addressed when I was in New York city recently at the word dyslexia assembly. And it was interesting to hear the accessibility officer from Microsoft be very, very, very positive and very enthusiastic about the future and the possibility of AI and how much it can help. Certainly those with those with disabilities and in particular people with dyslexia because of this streamlining of the information and making it much, much clearer and much more concise. And so I really think this is a very exciting time. I think this is a great tool for people with dyslexia and students with dyslexia. And here I did ask AI what some of the benefits of it could be. And it generated the following list and I won't read all the details, but number one, automation. So automate repetitive and mundane tasks that would free up humans to do more creative tasks. 
improved efficiency and productivity. Obviously, things can go faster in, in workflow and resulting in decreased inf- efficiency in, in companies. Better decision making. That's an interesting one. It says AI can analyze large amounts of data and provide insight that humans may not be able to see. This can help decision makers make more informed decisions. Very interesting. Personalization. It can be used to personalize experience for individuals, such as suggesting products or services that are tailored to their preferences. And I've certainly seen it do this, that it's very specific to who I am and what I ask of it. Um, Improve customer service, the chatbots. I think we're seeing a lot of that already chat with someone online as we're doing customer, customer support. Increased safety. It can be used to detect potential hazards and prevent accidents in industries. And cost savings by automating a lot of tasks and improving efficiency, obviously saving on costs. Conversely, I did ask it what some of the potential risks of using AI could be. It mentions the following list, bias. And you, you think when you hear about this that it really is sort of all open, but it does address this by saying, AI systems can be biased, which means they may reflect and reinforce existing social biases leading to unfair or discriminatory outcomes. Lack of transparency. Some AI systems are black boxes, meaning that it's difficult to understand how they arrive at their decisions, making it difficult to identify and correct errors or biases, which is true because you're being presented this as fact and really in terms of fact checking, it would be a little hard to follow the trail back to where you wanted to go. Job displacement, I think this is a big one. There's a lot of things that AI could be could do that would really pretty much eliminate many jobs in our in our workforce. Security risks, I think this is a big one. AI systems can be vulnerable to cyber attacks, and there's a lot of information there with privacy concerns because so much information is coming into them and personal data potentially being at risk from these attacks. Regulation challenges, the rapid development of AI has created challenges for regulatory regulators and policymakers who may struggle to keep up with the pace of change and assure that AI is developed and deployed responsibly. And unintended consequences, AI systems can have unintended consequences such as causing social or economic disruption, creating new ethical dilemmas, or even exacerbating existing problems. So I, I think this is all very fair and very well if you will, thought out by AI to answer these questions. Overall, it says addressing these challenges will require ongoing research, collaboration, and investment from policymakers, technologists, and other stakeholders to ensure that AI is developed and deployed in a responsible and ethical manner. And we certainly hope that is where we are going. We really hope that the people behind the development of these programs are creating them based on ethical and responsible sources, that they are as best as they can eliminating any biases. And really, I think that the future of this is really going to be unbelievable. This is moving at breakneck speed. I'm slightly concerned that as humans, we're not gonna keep up with it. We're always gonna be a bit one step behind. But I think let's keep an open mind, certainly as educators, let's maybe really train students to use this as a tool. This is a powerful tool. This is a clean and concise and powerful tool that I think if we train students at this stage of the game, if we train them in a proper use of this to use it as such, that really we are going to be giving them 
the benefit of this type of technology for the rest of their lives because this isn't going away and this is going to be with us forever and only continue to evolve. So it's very exciting times. Let's see and let's all take part in learning more about it and sharing what we know and how we can best use this incredibly powerful technology. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Maxlexia podcast. If you've got any questions or comments, or if you're looking for more dyslexia-related stories, resources, and information, reach out to me on my website, maxlexia.com. Peace out. See you next time.